But also, if the majority of people doing our survey are currently single, it's like, well, then we're all sitting here like, no one's committal. <laughs> No true yes true yeah the people that are in relationships are like everybody commits it's great <laughs> hello and welcome to another episode of finding mr Hyde the podcast i'm Allie, back with my co-host erica welcome back to the east coast thank you yeah long travel day today but happy happy to be back and settled for a few days yeah, speaking of dating in different cities, you were in Vegas for the week. I was, and we didn't get a lot of submissions from Vegas for this topic. However, One, I think. a few different places talked about transplants. I would be very annoyed living in Vegas because it's all yeah, people that are visiting. Sense. At least a large majority is people that are visiting if you're anywhere near the Las Vegas Strip. So I swiped for a bit and... Indirectly swiped all over different cities for a minute just to check out what was going on. <laughs> but yeah. So I've talked a little bit on the pod about how I've been trying to extend my damp January into into future months. And I have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink at home, but without the alcohol. Yeah. And also, it's nice to have something in your fridge that just has a little bit of flavor. Totally. And they're they're delicious. They're made with real fruit, sweetened with agave, and again, 0% alcohol. So just a nice nice little flavorful drink that is a little, little play on our favorites here. They got a bunch of great flavors. My personal favorite is the recess watermelon mojito. I actually like to garnish it like it's a actual cocktail. Like I put it in a coupe glass, feel it all fancy, garnish it with a little sprig of mint. It is delicious. And my favorite is the Recess Ginger Lime Mule. I'm a ginger gal. And what I love also, not too sweet. Perfect amount of just a little little sweet treat. They're absolutely delicious. And you can get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash FMH. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Yeah. There actually was, oh, I forgot to tell you this. There was what? a conference at my hotel. No, did you go? What, wait, first of all, so, what was the conference for? Okay, it was for waterworks. And yeah. I asked some people in the elevator, like, what does that mean? And they were like, yeah. basically anything to do with water. And I looked at them and was like, so you guys engineers? And they're like, well, we are, but it's everybody. And it was very vague. Um, what? And I did try to weasel my way into the, <laughs> into the conference. And to no, to no avail, I take it. I was not successful, no. But yeah. I was like, you know what? It's actually almost easier that I'll just see these people with their little lanyards and like line for Starbucks and kind of just chat up people as I can. But for the most part, I also noticed everybody had rings. So what ah. can you do? Uh, but it was very interesting. Didn't know there were conferences for water. So if you're into engineers, look up, I don't know, different things they have to do with how a city runs and maybe you'll yeah. find them through there yeah you know? maybe that's maybe that's where i'll find my urban planning nerd yeah maybe yeah you and should go to the water for conference. water <laughs> <laughs> something they're like oh know. do you work in the industry no i'm just an enthusiast uh, but yeah i just went on a long walk I was just walking around the casino and i happened upon people getting these little swag bags so i was like what is this and i felt like i almost manifested it a bit but um i couldn't I fool them to get in but i did my best but it could also be like in general, if you find like you don't have to make your way into the conference, you could like, I bet you they were hanging out at the bars. Like I bet you know, like you could yeah, find exactly. a conference at a hotel and then just be at that hotel's bar and mm-hmm. not at the actual conference. That works too. Listen, hotel bars in general, you're going to get people that are in from out of town. So again, it might be a gamble of do yeah. they live in the town? Do they not? But hey, 
Conversation starter. Easy opener. So I tried. That was, that was my try for the week was the conference. Good, Good try. Good try. Um, I had a second date this week. Yes. Speed racer. So as I mentioned last week, we went axe throwing and I have been axe throwing before, but I'd never been on a date doing it Mm -hmm. as expected. I knew it would be fun, but so fun. I also really liked that they pair you up. So if you only go with two people to this particular place, you get paired up with another pair. And so it turned into this like really fun competition. The other couple happened to be very cool. So like we had a good time with them. They were married with a kid. So like very different vibe from us. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just like really high energy and like a, it was a good way to start the date. Like you, you come into the date, you're like, might be like, you know, Oh, is it, are we going to have a good time? You know, like, is it going to be as good as the first date, et cetera. And you start out high octane. Because you're like thrown right into this thing and all of the axe throwing like experts that guide you or whatever are extremely high energy as well. The axe throwing shamans? Yes, exactly. The experts, as they call themselves. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, okay. A lot of axe puns going on that day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it was just, it was really fun, very comfortable. Like, you know, we... We were both like decent at it. We, neither of us was amazing, but we weren't terrible, which was good. Mm-hmm. He actually said it was very funny. I actually happened. I got, he got there a little bit before me. And when I walked up, he was taking a picture of like the outside and he like saw me and then got like a little embarrassed that he'd been taking a picture. And he was like, oh, oh I was just, just like, place? of just the place. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I was just like taking a picture for my friends. And I was like, I mean, you know that I, I video the whole thing. So like, this is not embarrassing at all. Yeah. You're like, if you're cool, I'll I'll take a video of you in it. Yeah, basically. I mean, I did. I'm not going to include that in my recap video, but uh, he ended up videoing me axe throwing like for my recap, which was nice. Um, At the end, you do like couples photos also. So now we have these like very funny posed photos of us like swinging axes at each other and like, like for posterity on our second date but with the other couple in them no or by no? ourselves just the two of oh, us. okay yeah because I'm, I'm i was a little surprised you liked that there was another couple with you because i feel like that's kind of a gamble of a night out you know i guess i wouldn't have i probably wouldn't have liked it if they sucked well yes <laughs> that yeah. goes without so, saying for all of us yeah so like i, I the reason i liked it is because they were cool um but you know what though if they had sucked and by that, I mean in personality, not in like a skill. Yeah. The, the axe <laughs> that could be something to bond over too. Like if they were the worst. True. True. I think it's more like second date, you might be a little anxious about like the conversation flowing a bit. And then there's like another couple witnessing your date possibly struggling, you know? Yeah. I felt like they, we didn't actually have to make conversation because in fact, we actually had, this is a, this is a, to note. There is no, like, this. there's not, it's bonding in the sense that you're doing this activity together, but, like, we weren't talking. Okay, like, yeah. There's always, there's, like, always something going on. You're either, like, mm-hmm. one person's throwing, the other person's throwing, whatever. Um, but that was fun. And then I wasn't sure. So they do have food at this place, but it's very minimal. And they have, like, a bar, but, again, he doesn't drink. I got a non-alcoholic beer, um, which... Shout out, not an ad in any way, but Athletic Brewing, I'm sure everybody knows this already, that that 
their non-alcoholic beer is quite good. But I had never had their golden before, and it was delicious. So shout out to that. Um, I wasn't sure, like, what the plan was for after. I hadn't asked. I didn't even really think about it until I got there and realized, like, oh, this is for a specific amount of time. It's an hour. And we didn't discuss if we were going to stay and hang out. Like, they have Jenga. They have games. Yeah. Or if we were going to do something else or if we go home. Like, we, we hadn't talked about it. So we gather our stuff. He paid the tabs. I was like, okay, I guess we're not staying here. And we like walk out. And then he was like, oh, did you – like he's like, I, are you hungry? We could grab a bite to eat. I was very hungry. So he gave me two options. He had like previously beforehand looked up a couple of nice. options of places we could go. Yeah. Um, and so we went to a sushi place. It was very warm out. So we got to sit on the street, like on the tables on the street, had sushi. And it was just, it was lovely. We had a great time. Oh, nice. I like yeah. it. Yeah. So, so third date, yes, no? We have talked because he sent me the pictures that we that we took uh-huh. on his phone at the place. Um, and we like went back and forth a couple times about like joking about being there like promo models. And that is it thus far. Okay. I am very cognizant that I, although he absolutely met me halfway and like planned the date and was excited about it, and I am still cognizant that I was the one moving things along for that to happen. Yeah, he didn't think to do the follow-up. Right. We talked about like two weeks ago, yeah. Exactly. He didn't think to do the follow-up, and then I had to to remind him about the follow-up. I had already been the one to follow up. Mm. I get it. I don't want. I, get I don't want to do it again. Like I want to see that he is also excited to go out with me again. Right. And you had a great time. So. Yeah. It's like we'd all be surprised if it just that was it. I, yes, absolutely. Um, I think the patrons would especially be surprised. Um, but uh, yeah. So I had a good time. Um, and we shall see. Okay. But good yeah. feeling. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, separately, I mentioned last week that there was a new guy on the scene mm-hmm. that Tinder. I was scheduling a Tinder guy. Yes. That I was scheduling Tinder Kirk that I was scheduling a date with. I am, I am not currently a huge fan of Tinder Kirk. Mm. So our date was supposed to be last night, our first date. And he, so you and I had a recording prior to like we had a recording and then I needed to leave for our date like right after you and I were done Mm -hmm. recording so therefore I got ready like before that so I was getting ready like way earlier than I normally would be to be fair but he texted me a few hours before we were supposed to meet up and asked if we could push it a little bit later because he was stuck somewhere outside the city with family and I was going to write back that that, that was too late. Like, mm-hmm. and let's like, let's just reschedule, like, you know, whatever, no problem, no problem, but like, let's reschedule. And then he had, before I had a chance to, cause I was like mid doing something with my makeup before I had a chance to, he was like, actually like, I don't, I actually, I was trying to make it work to be back to still go out, but like, I don't think I'm going to be able to, I'm so sorry. Like, can we rain check? I was like, yeah, no, no problem. Like, that's fine. I had started getting ready already, but I was going to do it for the pod anyway. So it was like, that's fine. I mean, listen, it counts. I'd be annoyed still. 
I don't care yeah. if I had a pod anyway. I'd, yeah. I'd be annoyed. A little yeah, annoyed. It Especially annoyed. it's the, the few hours. He yes. tried to make it, let's just push it back. It's it's the few hour thing. And I think that's something I've learned with my own plans being like, if you're going to call it, call it early in the day. Yes. You know? Agreed. Like you're like, oh, Agreed. suddenly I'm here and I'm with family and I know it's a situation I can't like rush out of and leave whenever I want. So it's tough. Yeah. It could be tough. It's, it but I'd still be annoyed. Like- Yeah, this isn't, it's not a deal breaker per se, but it speaks to like lack of foresight in a way that like, I know people, most of these people are men who don't want to have what they think is going to be a a tough conversation, even on a very small scale. Like they don't want to disappoint somebody, right? So they wait and they wait and they wait, and then they end up disappointing that person more yeah, because they waited, whereas they just gotten that ahead of it, it wouldn't have been as bad. Exactly. I, I guess. So, I feel it. Yeah. So that so that it, was like that was one thing. Because my next and question then, would be: Did they reschedule for another what? day yet? Not even done with what happened yesterday. Oh shit! So that's not even the reason that I'm not a huge fan of him. That oh. would have been like just that would have been like a little annoying, but we're still fine. We can we got to give grace for one cancel, you know? Yes. 100%. Especially my next thing, my exact thing and the way that I what I said to him when I responded was like totally get it, no problem. Let me know another night that works for you. Like very much mm-hmm. indicating like this is now your job to yeah. d- you know to like suggest another another time. Um so then he wrote I I suspect that he was drunk. Hmm. Based on the 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 sentence structure or like lack thereof compared to previous texts because I, ha- I have I have yeah I'm like I think I think he might be drunk and because he asked me if I when he originally reached out he asked if I was in Brooklyn still like I think he was asking like have you left yet or whatever and I had told him that I was he then later like pretty close to the time that we were originally supposed to meet up at at which point I'm on the couch, like definitely not going anywhere. He asked again, if I was in Brooklyn and then suggested that he could come somewhere closer to me. And I was like, no, like, I was like, I appreciate it, but you know, I stopped getting ready when you texted me before. So like I'm in for the night. And then I repeated, but, but I do still want to go out. Like, let me, you know, let Mm -hmm. me know another night you're free, whatever. And then he said that he could come over with wine. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Yeah. To which I said, I, I said, I was like, uh, I'm not really comfy with that. Like I, I'd like our first date to be like out. <laughs> a date. Like that girl that a emailed date. us. A date. Yeah. I, and I, that's, yeah. I said it exactly like that. And then I want to get this right. Exactly what he said back. He said, yeah, I just took a shot at it. LOL. I mean, oh, yeah, I'm annoyed, but I kind of can't blame the man when you phrase it like that. He's like, eh, I thought maybe. Yeah, I thought maybe. So th- that's why I phrase it as I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, once they cross that line, it's hard to feel like you really want to date me. That's what's yes. annoying about it. Yes, because now I'm like, and also I have, that was the, I didn't say anything to that. It didn't require a response. I had already very clearly a couple times said, like, I do want to go out still. So, you know, let me know when you're free. I feel like that's very clear. My expectations are now very clear. And that was the last thing he said. He hasn't said anything today. So I'm like, maybe 
that was just him showing his intentions and I showed him mine in my response and we're not aligned potentially. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I guess my question is if he came back with, Hey, so I'm free this day. You want to go out? How would you feel going out with them? Or would you just not? I would go out with him. You would? Yeah. Do you feel like he I needs would... to acknowledge the like, Hey, I was a little drunk. Like, the other day, anything like that, or no, in text? It's no, I think it's fine. I would like maybe if he mentioned it in person, but it's not necessary. But if he came with like a very sincere, like, "Hey, sorry about that," not even the coming over part, but just yeah, the just that part. it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like sorry about that. I am free this day. Are you free? Let's go here. Hundred percent. I will go out with them. Okay. So I guess to so, be determined if he does. TBD. Yeah, TBD. But uh, yeah, I was just like the whole sequence of events. I was like annoyed. And then I was like, oh, no, I'm more annoyed. Oh, no, I'm more annoyed. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Stop. Stop. What you're, you were okay. You stop at level one annoyed, dude. Stop texting. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. You're like, I gave you a nice hint and then you didn't get it. Yeah, but exactly. Like our episode that was the Ask Men one. They were like, we don't get hints. So I guess we, I guess we needed to be more clear. Yeah, we need, need to, to be, be very clear. clear. Not comfortable yeah. with that, sir. Thank yes. you. No. <laughs> the shop is closed. Yes. Our hours of operation were only until 8 p.m. Yep. The shop is on her couch watching 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. It's officially a holiday for the shop. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the shop is on PTO. <laughs> yeah. Here are my work hours. Yeah, seriously. Um, so anyway, so that's the update. Um, uh, but we do have an update from – oh, wait. Do you have any updates? You don't, right? You already no, I, I mean, I just got back, so I've, I've had yeah. kind of a crazy day. Yeah. But I'm back. Um, That's my update. I'm back. <laughs> oh, and a small P- – can I give a very small PSA to everybody? Yes, please. <laughs> um, it does not have to do with dating, so bear with me for one second. Uh, I went to the outlets, kill some time in Vegas. They have some great outlets. Mm-hmm. There's a brand of jeans I really like um, that I recently bought a pair from, and they're like a lot more than I usually would spend on jeans, and I found that they had an outlet store. So I was like – oh my God, I'm going to go and like try on these jeans and see if I can get a good deal, right? Because I'm wearing What's them the all the time. Uh, page jeans. And what's oh, yeah, nice like is tall, tall ladies out there, they're long enough for me. So it's great. I don't have to order long. I don't have to order it, try it on at home. I could just go to the store, buy it. So I was like, cool. So I went with one of the comedians to kill time. So he's shopping. I'm like, I really want to hit this store, whatever, whatever. I'm in there and I'm like grabbing things off whatever rack. Some are hanging, some are folded. And there's these giant racks of jeans. So I'm like, great. Mm -hmm. And I'm like digging through this one rack to find my size for like a couple different pairs. And they're like, oh, let's start a fitting room for you. All this stuff. I go in the fitting room. I'm trying on these jeans. They do not fit. And I'm like, why? What? And then I'm checking the size. I pull up my email and I'm like, this is literally the size I just ordered in these jeans. And then I started having almost like a crisis in the dressing room where you're like, what the hell? I'm like, did I like in one week of just being in Vegas, like my pants don't fit? Like what happened? I'm in a crisis. They might have been at the outlet because they were fucked up. Yeah, like exactly. I was like, I don't, I don't know. It's just like they make different clothes that go to the outlets, whatever. So (laughs) I come out of the dressing room and I'm like feeling a little like flustered and just like not feeling good. Like suddenly my shopping mood is killed. Yeah, And then the comedian that I was out with came back to the store and I see him buying something. And I'm like, what are you, what are you buying? They have men's clothes here. And he's like, yeah. And then oh I, my God. 
I'm looking around and I'm like, oh, so um, is this jeans rack men's? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I was kind of standing there with like, None of you were going to, like, say something to me. You were just letting me dig through the racks to go oh try on. God, you weren't you at all, like... men's jeans, and that's yeah. why. Yeah, and I was just, like, I was having a crisis in there. Like, what the hell? And it was literally all in the hips area. They'd be long enough. Like, I could mm. still button, but I was, like, this is, like, what's going on? And I was, and just nothing was clearly labeled of any, I guess, oh, gendering no. or whatever. And I just was, like... Oh, well, so I'm standing there like feeling mortified. My friend's checking out and he's like, are you okay? And I was like, I was, I was just in the dressing room trying on all the men's jeans and nobody told me. <laughs> and he starts dying and I was like, we, we have to go. I just have to get out of this. We store. have to leave immediately. We have to leave. I'm, I'm not in a shopping mood anymore. So anyway, um, heads up that, uh, ask stores. I don't know. Men's jeans like, exist. Other people. But I was like, well, I guess that brand makes men's jeans now. So. They, yep, they do. Anyway, my friend got two jackets there. He liked the store, so good for him. Great. <laughs> Happy for him. Anyway, that's my only little update that I forgot to share with the crew. So funny. Anyway, back to this girl's update. Yes. So we have an update from our Hot Topics listener who was wondering if the ball was in her court um, with the like screenshot that we read. And so, it was the day that the guy that was like, I just wanted a low-key night. Exactly. So, you know, kind of similar to the, the dude that, that wanted to come over to my place. Um, okay. So she said, I was excited to get your feedback on the pod and I have an update. We've actually been on a few more dates and have confirmed that we're both looking for a long-term relationship. Planning of the dates has been fairly mutual and the second date in question from my last submission was drink slash playing pool at a bar. We've since moved on to hanging out at his apartment and the implications that I was expecting to come with that. I do want to keep seeing him, and I'm okay with casual hangs as long as they're mixed with actual dates out doing something. I'm not sure where this will go, but it's the most dating success I've had in almost three years, so I'm reminding myself to have fun and not overthink it while continuing to stick up for what I need and want. P.S. I was totally cracking up at your barefoot on his Ikea couch with bad mood lighting comment because that was a hilariously accurate description of our most recent hang. Yep. Yep. PSA to everybody dating somebody. Get them a better lamp. Get them a mood lighting <laughs> lamp. It'll make everybody happier. Something. Uh, well, well, I'm happy to I'm hear happy the this update. seems to work. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And mm-hmm. I, I agree. Like what we were saying before about take me out as well. Like eventually we don't have to always be out. Like I also like to hang on my couch. That's fine yeah. too when we're mixing in both. Yeah, I agree. It's, and you know what? This is something I've heard a lot of my male friends complain about is when women will say, we never blank. Like we never go out. We, we never go dancing. They're always sitting there being like, it's not never. It's not never. Maybe it's not like all the time, but don't say never. You know what I mean? So like in this scenario, she's like, Hey, I'm getting the combination of both. It's fine by me. But I feel like, yeah, that's when that's when we get into, like, dangerous territory. But it's the same with, you know, whenever you're in therapy and you'll be like, I never get approached by guys. Or yeah. I always have to blah, blah. They're like, that's not true. It's, it's not true. Yeah, it's not true. The extremes are never typically true. However, yeah. can I say about this update? Yeah. Who, the, who, who initiated? That was her whole question. Whose ball was in what court? Who? Did she follow up? Oh, yeah. Up? True. She just goes, well, excited to get your feedback. And we've actually been on a few more dates. But who? Who did it? Who, Who planned started? the date? 
She Who said planning of the dates know. has been fairly mutual, but I am curious. I am curious what happened after that screenshot. Yeah, I'm curious. But either way, I'm happy for you. But I'm like, yes, we didn't answer the question. We did. You're right. You're Who correct. picked up yeah, the ball? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Whose court was it in? <laughs> Whose court was it in? That's still to be determined. <laughs> but anyway. Well, there you go. You communicate what you want. You get what you want. How about that? Amen. Ask for what you want. You just might get it. Listen up, guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC Comedy Loft for another live podcast Thursday, March 21st. Get your tickets. We are, I think, over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets. If you want to come experience some magic live, we want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week. It is my birthday that week, so and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmrheight.com slash live to find an easy link, also in our bios, to get those tickets. And we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet, talk to everybody somewhere in the area. Yeah. So make sure you come. DC Comedy Loft, Thursday, March 21st. And if you want to check out some stand-up, I'm going to be there all weekend. So Friday and that Saturday, I'll be doing stand-up shows. Start swiping on Hinge. Bring a date. Have a good time. And you'll, you can come and meet Allie's mom, which we still have some spots left on our Portugal trip. And a little update on that. A few of you reached out to us about, hey, I want to come either, unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt. I want to come with my sister. I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come, as long as you don't mind. Half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come. Doesn't matter. You are welcome to join. Travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmrheight.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you. Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too. Um, I am super excited for our topic this week. We've been talking for a while about doing a dating in different cities episode. We ended up doing, for anyone who didn't see it, we will do more polls like this because it was very fun and went very well. But we ended up doing a poll where people or a survey where people could write in and say what city they live in and what's hard and also great because we wanted to, you know, end, end on, a, on a positive note about dating in their city. First, though, I, I'd like to for us to prove a point with a poll mm-hmm. that we did today. Yes. So today, leading into this recording, we asked our listeners, if you're single – do you think your city is harder than most to date in? What What were your and we also gave an option for people who aren't single so that they didn't screw with the data. So, of the of the single people, what were what were your responses? Um, forty six percent said yes. So if we weed out the not single, it'd be fifty six percent. Yeah, I had a yeah. very similar response. So sixty sixty ish percent. Mine was a little higher than sixty. So sixty ish percent of people think that dating in their city is harder than most. And that is not possible. It's not possible. You can't all have the hardest city. possible that more than half of people are, you know what I mean? Like that's not, that's just Mm -hmm. not possible. And also, I guess it could be true of everybody that was responding lives in one city, but we know that that's not true based on our survey. No, it's not. We got a very big variety, which I was very excited about. Yeah. Um, So here's, here's a personal thing with this poll, right? Yeah. So I've lived in New York a long time. My stints being out in LA, I now say LA is harder for me personally. And I don't so, know if that means the city overall would agree that it's harder, but I'm like, 
For me, in just terms of matches I get and more action I get, it's in New York. I get less in LA. So to me, LA is harder, but I still think New York is also really hard. It's hard everywhere, you know? Exactly. Like, and I think, and it could be, it's funny you say that about LA. So, so we did this survey. So we have a lot of your listener responses that we're going to talk about, you know, kind of themes that we got, that we saw, et cetera. And you and I also both swiped or, you know, put our mm-hmm. dating apps. I used Bumble. I think you used Hinge. Maybe you used both. I did Hinge for mine. Yeah. yeah. In other cities, LA was my least favorite by far. By far. See? And I don't know. I, I put myself in incognito mode when I did it, which means that other people weren't seeing me because I didn't want mm-hmm. my beeline to end up with all these people that I don't actually want to date and that that'd be yeah. confusing. So I don't know like what my success would have been, like what my matches would have looked like because I wasn't actually saying yes to people. But I significantly felt that LA was my least favorite of all the cities that I swiped in. Yeah, I can see that. It's, it's so, a very which, different vibe than New York overall. So yeah. like I said, when I just moved there, I feel like they can smell the New York on me. Like they can <laughs> tell I'm not an LA girl or an LA personality. And I, and it's, and I don't think that'd be super obvious from my profile, but it's like, like you said, it's like, well, if you've been swiping in a city for a long time, you see your own trends. And the minute there's a transplant, usually you can sniff them out a little bit. Yeah. They're picking up something. And it, it validated my decision not to live on the West Coast. It's <laughs> like, I left. That was a good decision. Good job. Okay. But can I say this? I swiped it when I was in San Diego. I liked it more than LA. I do like it more than LA. So it's like, you know, again, I think maybe it just really depends on the city for whatever people's vibe are. But I feel like this yeah. episode might essentially answer the question, should I move to a different city to be to have better dates and would I have more success in dating? Yeah. Cuz I don't can, know. You'll you'll hear about the themes and because the other thing is like we hear so much about for example, Denver people call it Menver. Like we hear so much about mm-hmm. the concentration of single men, single women, et cetera, and talking in a, you know, our own experience being a heteronormative one. And that might be true that there are more single men who date women as a percent in Denver than in New York, but I didn't vibe with the people I was seeing. So that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if there's like a million single men if I don't want to date any of them. Yeah. I mean, the the number one thing I saw from Denver specifically was a lot of camping references and outdoor references so and hiking and snowboarding. I, I'm like a, I'm an every once in a while kind of hike person, not an everyday hike person. So yeah, out the gate, I was like, it's not that these men aren't attractive. It's just, if you want someone that's going to vacation to campgrounds, I'm not your lady. <laughs> I also don't think that I define hike the same way that these men define hike. Oh yeah. I died. I would doubt it. I, I don't think yeah. I do either. I'm like, a yeah. leisure walk? They're like, no. I saw a TikTok the other day that said, I'm not outdoorsy, I'm outsidey. Okay. It, it really resonated yeah. with me because I really do like to be outside, but I would not consider myself outdoorsy. That's actually one of the number one things I noticed. Everywhere else I swiped outside of New York, way more photos outside. Not even yes. doing outdoor activities, just physically being the outside. person is outside. And I was like, oh, damn, New York is just... So not outside. outside. (laughs) So not outside. So, so speaking of New York, maybe it makes sense to start there, since sure, you know, we we have the most experience there. Um, Of all the cities that I swiped in, so up up top, I swiped in 
New York, LA, San Francisco, Chicago, and a few other Midwest cities. I did like Detroit for a little bit. I did uh, Indianapolis for a little bit, et cetera. I did DC. I did London. I did a bunch of cities in Florida. And then like I peppered in some cities in the South. Oh, and Denver. I forgot Denver. Nice. Oh, and Seattle and Portland. Oh, I didn't do Seattle or Portland. I also I added in Philly for mine. Uh, yeah, I forgot uh, about Philly. I noticed, we didn't get that many Philly responses. I know. I noticed some strong trends in Philly and Boston when I swiped around. And I used to, every Sunday, I used to do like hinge answers. And for a while, mm-hmm. I people were like, you got to do my city. You got to do my city. Partly because of this. They're like, ours is the worst. And so then I would do the other city. And I would yeah, just like then that. make a bullet point list at the end of like all the little trends I noticed, I guess, in like difference of profiles. So yeah, let's start with New York. So in New York, this will come as no surprise, but of the cities that I swiped in and I did not swipe in Vegas, largest concentration of tourists. So like when I get all the way to their to the bottom of their profile and I look at, because I was on Bumble and I look at current location versus lives in, mm-hmm. I didn't have nearly as much of an issue of those two things not matching as I do when I swipe in New York. Fair. I've noticed that before, but it also depends on where I am. If I'm in Brooklyn doing a short mile radius, I'm typically not getting tourists. But the minute I'm yeah. in Manhattan, like where I used to live was kind of midtown-ish, I would get a lot of tourists naturally all the time. Yeah. So that I think probably Yeah, my distance nice. radius includes Manhattan. So yeah, I'm getting those I'm getting those people. But I didn't see that. I mean, it, obviously there are occasional tourists everywhere, but the vast majority, like the the highest concentration was in New York. Yeah. It's also a beautiful time of year to visit, so it makes sense. Yes, that too. Okay, so let's see some of the themes here from all our uh, people that submitted for New York. Number one, not really a surprise, abundance of choice. City offers an abundance of option, making it harder for people to commit to one person. And they often get the feeling that there might be someone better out there. Yeah, it's like the grass is always greener. So like an overwhelming number of our responses from New York mention this. Yes, I would assume most cities would, but yeah. Yes, yeah, And, and they did. And people that lived in cities... It was like the two, I didn't do a whole lot of swiping in rural areas, but the people who did respond that don't live in cities, it was like the opposite. People that are in cities are like, ugh, there's too many people. Everyone's always looking over next to them to see if there's somebody better. And then people that don't live in cities are like, ugh, there's no one here. Yes, exactly. It's the top answer, I think, for most of them. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, which is one way or the other. Yeah, which leads to number two here, commitment issues. Mm Mm-hmm. So Which kind of ties people, in. Yeah. Many people appear to have commitment issues, you know, significant number of people being avoided or hesitant to dive into serious relationships, I feel goes hand in hand with the abundance of choice. Yeah. Um, the, the next theme that we saw was like this sort of transient lifestyle, like not everybody is here for the long haul. Mm-hmm. that, you know, people are like moving to New York for a certain amount of time, or maybe they're traveling a lot and it's just it's difficult to find somebody that wants to stay here, which I have experienced myself. Yeah. That one could be a variety of reasons. Um, yeah. Here's something I actually thought was thinking about the other day mm-hmm. that also plays into this of the busy lifestyle. Right. So, you know, some dating advice is like, you got to keep busy and just live your life. And like the person's going to come when you're doing things and you have a fulfilled life and you shouldn't be like at home on your couch wondering why you haven't met anybody. Right. Like there's that Mm -hmm. storyline. But then at the same time, people will be like, well, then with dating, you need momentum. 
So if you go out with somebody on a Thursday, you should hopefully have another night free in your next four nights. And trying to keep like the balance of that where you're like, but I'm supposed to live a happy and fulfilling life that I enjoy. And maybe I'll meet someone through there. But at the same time, I better have enough nights free that I don't miss my, you know, momentum date or whatever. And I shouldn't cancel anything that I have planned for someone. So if I don't keep the nights free and, and, and and when I'm saying shouldn't, I mean like, this is what we're hearing, right? Like Mm -hmm. you should have things going on in your life and like, don't cancel them for dating, but also be free to date. Yes. It's, it's something that I feel like has been like personally a big challenge for me as well, because I'm like, okay, I'm doing, I'm doing what I was supposed to do. I'm keeping my life busy. I got plans. I'm out. I'm meeting people. But then I also understand the frustration of meeting someone and being like, okay, let's go on a second date. And I look at my calendar and I'm like, it's going to be a week from now. Because you're also laying their calendar on top of your calendar. So even if I typically do leave one night free a week, not even just for dating, but just because I should mental health wise, not do something every single night. There's no guarantee that that person also has that particular night free. Exactly. So this is something I feel... I've been in my head about recently being like, it's just such a hard balance. It's like, if I truly have like a happy and fulfilling life, I'm busy. Yeah. I don't have time And for then you. it's, yeah. And then it's like, but you need to make room for someone to fit into your life. And it's like, shut up. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah. Anyway, that's a side tangent that this yeah, brought out in it, me. It's very true. And there were a few themes that kind of went along with the choice. So people talked about like competition where there's, because there's so many people here that, you know, it might make you feel inadequate compared to other people. I think there were a couple people that talked about there is also like a lot of wealth in New York City. And so there's always Mm -hmm. like, you know, keeping up with the Joneses kind of thing of feeling inadequate or, you know, comparing yourselves to other people. So I don't, I don't know the most recent take on this for the gender imbalance, which was another thing that came up. But I know when I moved to New York, it was the ratio was three women to one men. So a lot of people wrote in that they feel like it's a skewed male to female ratio, which might create challenges. Or, you know, if you're a woman that dates men, then it just reinforces that like competition feeling sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there could be some men who in the other way are like, oh, well, I know there's so many women that, you know, the next one might be better. The next one might be perfect. She might not have the, you know, flaw or whatever that I'm seeing in front of me mm-hmm. and it like fuels exactly. that mentality yeah I feel like majority of these were strictly based on just high population I think pretty much every single response we got in New York in some way referenced that of just how yeah. many people and like sure that because then the people that are saying what makes New York great they mentioned that too they're like there are a lot of people here you could you know you could meet a lot of different kinds of people but almost all the responses came back to there's a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. Um, DC next or want to do LA next yeah. for the contract? Let's do DC. DC. Let's do D- that was our, I was so surprised by this. Our second highest city in terms of responses mm-hmm. in the survey was DC. Yes. Thank you guys for submitting. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what are your notes on DC from your personal swiping? The very first thing that I noticed is that more people are putting political affiliation than any other city. Like in answers or just where you get to select it? Where you get to select it. Did you feel more of a variety than compared to New York? 
Maybe, but the thing that I noticed the most in DC was just that it was always there. Like I very rarely came across a profile that didn't have it in one way, in one direction or another. It makes sense. It makes sense in DC. Yeah. Um, And in New York, a lot of people do, but a very significant number of people don't. And I just did not see that in DC. Obviously there were more government jobs. Way more lawyers than I was expecting. I felt like every other dude was a lawyer. Oh, interesting. I don't think I saw yeah. that trend. Huh. Um, a lot of boats. Like people on boats. Yeah. Yeah. That's I've seen that. It's also a very preppy yeah. city. Like in terms That's of true. style, that was something I wrote down. It was just much yeah. preppier and more yes. co- I mean, everywhere's more colorful than New York, but like what's the print that's the like blue and the white almost looks like squares? It's almost like a plaid. What the hell is that called? Gingham. Yes, that. Yeah. That and then tuck it red. I was like, this is a preppy ass city. Uh, yeah. And then the last thing that I noticed about DC was the second, like that was the first one that I traveled, quote unquote, to. Mm-hmm. So I noticed this elsewhere as well. But it made me, swiping in other cities, made me realize how many ENM and poly profiles there are in New York that I did not see in most of the other cities. Pacific Northwest, I did. But most of the other cities, it came up rarely and in new york it comes up all the time very frequently in new york yeah um here's my few notes i had on dc okay politics number one but mine wasn't just from selecting a lot of political references in their answers on hinge yeah that's it would usually be in some type of a humorous way but just significantly way more and it makes sense because obviously where they live and my cousin that used to live there said this she's like you have to keep up with politics to an extreme level because it's small talk there. Like yeah. that's the everyday small talk. It's not the weather, it's politics. It's this happened in Congress. You see this happened over here, all that kind of stuff. Another thing in the answers, I saw a lot of historical references. Like I felt like there were more history buffs living in that oh, area as well. Interesting. Yeah. And then a very specific one, cicadas. Am I saying that right? Oh. They're like these little bugs yeah, are. that are, there's a yeah. certain season. A lot of people making jokes about that mental health was very popular current news again makes sense yeah. specifically the kennedys a lot of jfk I, references yeah i i don't know what it is but i guess they're still a hot topic or a joke i don't think that i saw any like of those me. or noticed them um another thing peloton specifically laws not lawyers people mentioning different laws in their hinge answers <laughs> Which I was like, damn, this city is, for me, it was one of the vast, most vastly different ones that I noticed. That's very different. Um, uh, did I say current? Oh, no. Here's a very interesting one. Now, this also might be because we look at men's profiles. I don't know if I know any women that would put this on their profile. I saw a handful of people wor- working in that they now own property. Oh, yeah. I've, I saw that everywhere like, else but here. Yeah, it'd be things like, oh, looking for someone to help decorate my, you know, house that I just bought or my home or whatever. Um, Referring to themselves as a homeowner. Yes, that. Uh, And then the last thing, Wegmans, a fantastic grocery store. I did not think was that popular in the D.C. area. So I was. I didn't know that it was that popular there. Yeah. I see that here because now that there's a there's been a Wegmans in Brooklyn for a while. But now that there's one in Manhattan, I see a lot of profiles that reference the new Wegmans. Really? Because I still feel like Trader Joe's is top. It's like it definitely New York is Trader is. Joe's, DC gave me Wegmans, Philly gave me Wawa. 
<laughs> oh, wow, wow. I, Which I, makes I, sense. I, yes. Uh, um, so in terms of what our listeners said, the the biggest theme that we saw was exactly what we were just saying, but the focus on career, the focus on politics, it's like a very work-centric environment. Like you said, that's the small talk. Like people are talking mm-hmm. about their jobs. And oftentimes the listeners felt like prioritizing their jobs over personal relationships. Yeah. And one specific thing they said here, summarized by all of them, is issues of self-absorption and ego. Mm-hmm. Saying that more DC people are perceived as self-absorbed, inflated egos, particularly those in prominent positions, um, leading to difficulties forming genuine connections and building meaningful relationships. Yeah, there's Which, a definite vibe of like, it's who you know in DC. Yeah, well, we use the term, you know, you got to play politics at work, but we're not literally working in politics. So imagine right. working in politics upon also needing to have to play politics at work. Yeah. I could see I could see how Ooh. it's so like consuming of yourself in your everyday that then you probably don't even realize that's how you're coming off in your dating profile. You know, it's almost like you're still in work mode. Yeah, I there were a few listeners who wrote in and said that they they feel like dates often turn into networking events. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, uh. The other thing that I noticed, a couple people wrote in about this, and I forgot to mention it that I noticed this. So somebody said, "Traffic means that someone who's only a few miles away could be an hour plus drive." And I noticed in DC many profiles that referenced where they live and where they were not willing to go. Uh, that's the worst. Cause it's like, they have public trains, but I know it's, it's a, it's like Boston where more people drive in that city than take the train, but it's just yeah, frustrating. So like, like I, I screenshotted a bunch of profiles. There's this one guy that said, I live in Arlington and won't cross the bridge. And I'm like, I don't even oh, know what bridge yeah. you're talking about. And I'm annoyed. It means to get into DC. So he only wants people located outside of DC. Yeah. Yeah. So like, and what's was so crazy to me that I noticed that when I noticed that is that you would think you, we would see that in New York of any, of all places because similarly, yeah. Like I was going to go on a date at literally an hour from me last night. Yeah. It's very common to ride the train an hour. Yeah. Very common. Yeah. But I never, there are certainly people who won't date outside of their borough, but I don't see it on profiles, like ever. No, it's a little, little tough, but. Yeah. Like you can solve for that without writing it on your profile, dude. I don't know if anyone's told you that. So two other things that came up with the politics aspect of DC. One is that like administration changeovers can make things difficult. And I've heard that from friends who've lived there in the past where they're like, yeah, like I was dating somebody and then he was working for a certain administration and then they didn't win. And now he doesn't have a job. Like he has to leave. And then the other piece being that politics are very polarizing. And so in a place where everything is so politics centric mm-hmm. that, that, that like immediately cuts your dating pool. Yeah. And a majority of jobs, even if it's not in a political sector are still related to politics yeah. when you're down there. Yeah. Like Lockheed Martin is another big employer down there. And even my friend that's a lawyer works in like um, something with like foreign affairs. So it's mm-hmm. it's like everybody indirectly is also connected. So I, I see that affecting jobs across the board 
based on who gets yeah. elected for each exact individual position in the city. Yeah, totally. So uh, let's head to the West Coast. All right. West Coast. Should we start with L.A.? Yes, let's do LA. It's a bigger city. So what were, what are your, I know that you have said that you don't feel like you've had as much success there, but like, what are the themes that you're noticing as the new? Um, I'm like trying to think of how to phrase it exactly. Uh, it's more namaste, if that makes sense. I, I literally wrote down how many times will I see the word vibes? Oh, vibes is all over. (laughs) Vibes is all over. Yeah, it's very, like, just based on even appearance and how people dress compared to, I guess, swiping in New York is Mm. so much more, like, hippie-like in my mind. Yeah. My impression. Like, and I have seen, like, the absolute stereotypical surfer person, and it's actually a real person. And that's kind of, like mind-boggling to someone that's been on the east coast their whole life i'm like oh this character that was like in a disney channel movie is real (laughs) and is 45 and still like this like it's 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 i'm not saying it's wrong it's just like it's kind of like jarring to me yeah yeah it's just very very different so uh yeah that very outdoor heavy um here's thing that i noticed way more men without bios well, you were on Bumble, but yeah. But but yeah, I was on Bumble in all of the cities, right? And like I'm on Bumble mm-hmm. in New York, obviously. And I even went back to New York to be like, am I overestimating how many guys have bios here? Am I just – and I'm not. I like went to New York. I counted. I did like a – I swiped on a bunch of people and counted how many bios. Then I went back to LA and did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Way fewer bios. Yeah, I didn't – I mean I really didn't have significant success on either app. But I remember on Bumble, I think for the most part, I was sending pretty generic opening lines yeah. because like no one was, much. yeah, no one was giving me much to work with. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I saw in your notes here, the personal development, mm-hmm. heavy, a lot of stuff about self-care, mental health, meditation. Um, I would even also add in, it was probably the most I've seen with people talking about um, environmentally related causes. Oh, Yeah. Um, you know, climate change is the obvious one, but like a lot of green stuff within that mm-hmm. also seemed to be a popular answer. Like they were more likely to answer what's that hinge prompt. That's like a social cause you care about. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was the city I, I saw the most. That one. Yeah. I rarely see yeah. that, but LA, I saw it a lot. And usually it would also link to jobs. So it wasn't oh, yeah. uncommon that, that someone that had, I remember I got into a conversation with something about the environment and then their thing just said engineer. And then upon talking, turns out they work for like a green engineering company. And so I'm like, oh, it all makes sense that it's yeah. correlated. I actually can't remember the last time that I saw that prompt used in a serious manner here. Like people use it in a joking way. Like they'll, they'll say something that's like not a social cause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know what I didn't see in LA? Hmm. Dogs. Really? N- almost none. That's odd. That's very weird. I agree. I wasn't, it was unexpected. But I, when I started noticing it, I then, I swiped longer in LA than any other city because I was like, is this accurate? Like, no dogs. And not, obviously people there have them. But like, they're not in their profiles to the same extent as they are in other cities. Even here. 
I'm trying to think if I saw a difference in Hinge. I feel like on Hinge it's common, but I almost feel like because Hinge makes you answer three questions, yeah. they're thinking about things about themselves and they're like, oh yeah, I have a dog. I but have a dog. But yeah, New York might be the most dog heavy, but it in New York it feels like a move when people do it. It feels yes. like they're literally being like, now do you want to fuck me? Now that you've seen this dog? <laughs> like that's what it feels like in New York. LA at least felt more genuine. They'd just be like, yeah. You know, yeah, be yeah, in they're like, like yeah, Sunday I have a dog, thing. but I don't have to make it my whole personality. Right. Like, they'd be in their typical Sunday answer. It'd be like, cuddling with my dog and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. In New York, it's like, here's five pictures of my dog. I'm like, enough. <laughs> we we get enough. it. Um, so the the biggest theme from the listeners was the challenge of distance and traffic. And LA is just a very sprawling city. Yeah, that makes sense. And also... Like I said before, everybody tries to meet at like middle of the day to avoid it, which, you know, just isn't very romantic from my own personal opinion. Yeah. A bunch of people uh, mentioned like unreliable schedules because the entertainment industry dominates the city. So like people have unpredictable schedules that, you know, they change around, they're free at different times. Yeah. And, and I've heard this from many people, but it was a top answer as well for our listeners, flakiness. Mm. and i've heard from friends they're like it almost feels like when people bail it's because they got some type of opportunity to like network or like a better offer of some type of party so then they're like oh well if i go to that party i might meet like whatever in their industry and then you're comparing a networking opportunity to a first date opportunity and when you live in a city that has abundance of people you're like well i gotta go with the career one especially if you know, your career isn't at the level it wants to be. Like, obviously, a lot of my friends are comedians or, like, actors and things like that. So it's like... Yeah. Before you're killing it, killing it, you feel like you got to take those opportunities. So the flakiness makes a lot of sense to me. But I think it also could be, you know, if you're working on the production side of things, too, you could just be stuck at work. Yeah. And by the time you're done, you're like, I just want to go home. <laughs> like that happened to me. There was a guy, I don't even remember, I don't even know if I'd given him a nickname yet, but there was a guy that I was supposed to go out with who works in production here in New York, but like on mm-hmm. sets and he like got caught up and he had like, and it just was, it happened multiple times. And I never, I never questioned that he was lying. Like it seemed very genuine, but at the same time, it's like, this does not seem like somebody that I can start a, a relationship with. Yeah, I get that. Also, you know what? I'm actually surprised this didn't come up in DC, but maybe maybe this is something you would more notice in terms of like, you wouldn't notice it on people's profiles. You would notice it like if you're swiping all year, there's seasons where it's dead. So like DC, it's like when Congress shuts down, I'm sure like the whole city oh, is pretty dead. That's when most yeah. people are on vacation. And then with LA, it actually becomes dead like right after Thanksgiving till January. And obviously this past year with the writer's strike, I was like, maybe yeah. that's part of the reason it felt more dead. Like people are just less, less so much, I mean, not less stable than work because work shut down, but the idea of like, oh, suddenly your income gets messed with. And right. then it's like, well, dating now is nobody's priority, <laughs> men or women. And and sim- on that note, a bunch of people that wrote in also mentioned like unreliable employment where mm-hmm. like people that are in the entertainment industry, you know, it's diff- it's different than a than a salary job and so that can lead to people being more flaky because they got a job they have to go do or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, it's a I mean it's a heavy travel city. LAX is one of the busiest airports for a reason. It's very similar to yeah. New York. Um 
Um, Which one staying in California, San Francisco. I don't think you swiped in San Francisco, right? I didn't Did recently, you? but yeah. um, I mean, I know it's big tech. I feel like that would be the number one feedback. Yeah. Yes. A lot of people tech People mentioned jobs. tech. Mm-hmm. They also mentioned like Peter Pan syndrome. And other cities mentioned this too, but more mentions of it from San Francisco. And I think that there's like a, a stereotypical tech bro aspect of that. And it was yeah. like career focused, like people who aren't that serious about dating. Something that I noticed until I hadn't been to the Midwest yet <laughs> when I said, when I made this note, but it was the least diverse city that I swiped in besides the Midwest. That's very interesting because I would not pick it to be San Francisco. Agree. Agree. I would pick that to be like Portland and Seattle. It really surprised me. It was quite literally all white dudes. Damn. Yeah. And I mean, obviously this has to do too with like, I wasn't seeing every single person there. Like Bumble was showing me certain people, but Bumble was also showing me certain people in the other cities. And like those cities. You also forgot to mention you took your height filter off. I did. To like, yes. Try to see a more accurate representation and not weed anybody out, essentially. But yeah, sorry, I didn't have. I had out. age filters. I had age filters on still because I think that makes sense. Um, yeah. And distance, obviously, so that I could just be in the city. Um, but yeah, I took everything else off. I mean, you know what it might be? It might be the fact that now people have the work from home option. I don't know the stats on this, but a lot of people might have left San Fran. So maybe the people that stayed. Have. Yeah. Yeah, so like there's maybe the like white a, people stayed, everybody else left. <laughs> well, so there's like two pieces, and I don't know the exact numbers, but there's two pieces of data. One is that people have left San Francisco at a much higher rate than even mm-hmm. New York. And yeah, two that. is that it is now the most, I believe it's still the most expensive city per square foot to live in. So it, it makes sense that like the the demographics would follow. Yeah, it's um, one of the most expensive, also has one of the biggest homeless pop- problems. I, I'm not surprised. The Ruby Rosa was a San Francisco person that was leaving. Oh, yeah. So not surprised. Yeah. So the one thing that did surprise me about San Francisco is that so many of our listeners, so I read all the submissions of the listeners like kind of simultaneously as I was swiping. I was like, oh, is this true? You know, they said this. Am I seeing that? Whatever. And all these listeners were mentioning people looking for casual things, you know, Peter Pan syndrome, no commitment, whatever. I noticed the most references to kids in San Francisco, not people who have kids, people referencing, liking kids, being an uncle, wanting them, that kind of thing. I found that very interesting. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I'm like, so it's interesting to then say Peter Pan syndrome because it's like if someone's, especially men, if men are being like, I love kids, like that's kind of stuff on their profile. They're essentially saying, I want children of my own. Right. But may- maybe, maybe, cause obviously I'm, I'm not, I'm only seeing the profiles. I'm not, the, I'm not going out with these dudes. Right. Maybe they're saying that, but then they're not actually doing the thing. Well, you know what I'd make an estimate on because I've worked at a tech company before. There is this mentality, especially if you're working at a startup and a lot of people that went to school out there, whatever, also are trying to start their own apps and stuff on the side. Mm. There is this mindset like, First of all, I have to put this first because it's, you know, nowhere yet and it's my baby and I want it to blow up and it could be the next big thing in tech, whatever it is. Yep. So then on top of that, though, there is naturally a male mentality with that. That's like, oh, and then if I blow up, 
the women I'm going to be getting after Oof, I blow yeah. up and I'm now a tech guru or whatever is like a better pool of women. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying I agree with that or disagree with that, but it's no, just I've openly I've openly uh, seen it and actually even had an interesting conversation with like the two founders of a company I worked at. They were both single guys and they were kind of giving hypotheticals to the women in the office. And one was like, let's say you get with the guy, you get married, he invents something, whatever it is, it blows up. Now he's like a bajillionaire. And he says mm-hmm. to you, like, I want to open up the marriage because I've never had like this opportunity. Oh, fuck you. Interesting. My reaction wasn't a fuck you initially. I kind of understood. I was like, you essentially are saying, say some nerdy guy like yourself, right? Blows up and suddenly has this plethora of women that want them and are coming onto them. And they have never experienced that before in their life. They never felt like this had, they had this many options. I'm like, I can understand how you're like, I can, this is, I I couldn't predict this. I can understand them thinking that, but as the woman, I'm like, so you're saying that you, we wouldn't be together. I'm not on the level of the people that you are now able to get. Well, they were saying not leave your wife. They were basically being like, would that be crazy if a man was like, could we make some sort of arrangement? Or like, I have a year to kind of have an open relationship and then like, that's it. Uh, And obviously I'm not saying that's okay or not okay. I just understood the thinking behind it where I was like, yeah, no. Fuck that man for me. (laughs) Listen, Um, but that's the thing. That's It's dream chasers. They think like, oh my God, my whole life changed and essentially like I have a lifestyle now that I never got to experience when I was a single person. And I'm not saying that's right or that's wrong, but I'm saying it's anyway. Anyway, I think that indirectly might be a mentality a little bit of that people have with like, you're building a company and you could be, everybody wants to think they're going to be the next Jeff Bezos. And so I think sometimes that makes people kind of drag their feet on the settle down part. Yeah. Well, I think that's what they, what people were kind of getting at with San Francisco. Yeah. That would be my guess. I don't live there, but that's my guess. So we we then started going to regions in terms of how we compiled the submissions because after the cities that we've mentioned, the number of submissions are lower because they're smaller cities. And so we went to regions. So the Midwest. You noted up top that when you're in the Midwest, you notice a lot of taller guys. Uh, yeah, when I've physically done shows there, a lot yeah. taller population, which I was pleasantly surprised to see. Mm-hmm. Specifically yeah, Michigan. I mean, I'll give Michigan a shout out. That state specifically. A lot of Scandinavians in Michigan. Us, us Scandinavians were tall. And Polish people, apparently. I also was told ah, that. Yes. Oh, yeah. We have a, a from our, our Greece gals group who's Polish. Um, so the biggest theme that we got from the listeners, which isn't really visible when you're swiping on the apps, is that because people get married earlier in the Midwest, this also came up for people in the South, that there's then a limited dating pool. Like let's say you're in your thirties and you're single. Like there are fewer people single in their thirties. I don't really know. Like you can't really tell that when you're swiping for a few hours, but that was something we heard. So it's almost like because people settle down earlier, which is the opposite of every other city that wrote it. It's like, okay, so New Yorkers and LA and wherever are all frustrated that nobody's settling down at a certain age, but then the Midwest and the South are like, but when they do, then you feel like they're gone and now there's no one left. Yeah. And a couple people wrote in that's like, because it is more common to get married 
settle down, whatever, earlier, there's more a thought of like, well, why are you still single? And normally, like, I hate that question and I still hate the question no matter what. But Mm -hmm. it's like, it's like exacerbated. It's like an extra thing that comes up when you're like, well, everybody else did. Mm. And you, you know, it's like, it's feels lonely, et cetera. Yeah, I get that. Or, I mean, did anybody, I'm surprised this didn't come up as a bullet, but I wonder if people were hesitant to maybe write this, but I would assume there's also more people that are, um, that have kids. If you're, in your thirties then swiping on apps. Cause I've noticed that just being in like Jersey and swiping in Jersey instead of New York city, it's like, Oh, it's way more yeah. common than a man at 35, 37 has a kid here than in New York. Yeah. I didn't notice that when I was swiping there, but I, I imagine you might be right. Something that people did write in about both the Midwest and the South, which we'll get to in a second. One of the only, those are the only two places where, well, I guess we heard about political differences in DC, but like, political and cultural differences making a big deal in a place that's not DC where I just think that it's, it's not as homogenous in terms of like the people who live there. Like there are like pretty significant cultural divides with different people who live in these places. Yeah. I mean, both of them also said that there's more predominantly conservative areas, which cities are typically liberal Suburbans te- uh, suburban areas tend to be more conservative. Not always, but, yeah, you know, when you look at, like, you know, the map of New York, I mean, that's the one I'm most familiar with. I've lived here forever. It's like, we are always a blue state, but the majority of those votes come from this tiny sliver, which is the city. And then you look at the rest of New York State, and a lot of it is red. So, yeah. Pennsylvania is sense. even more disparate. Pennsylvania is, like, quite literally only Philly. Yep. That's blue. And that's, but that's how it is in most places. If you look at that map, it's like... Yeah. People in the Midwest also mentioned like professional or educational disparities. Like there's very big differences between like career ambitions and like finding compatible partners can be tough because there's just different levels of of ambition and and kind of like values. Yeah. I mean, work from home has made this better where there's more options now for what jobs you can have and where you live. But before work from home life, it's like, if you're from a town that's similar to my own hometown, it's like it's teachers, doctors, lawyers, engineers. That almost feels like that's kind of it. And yeah. doctors, I mean, like medical fields, so like nurses, you know, PAs, all that stuff under it. But it's like I lived in a town that you're like, I want to major in English. Everyone's like, so you want to be an English teacher? Like there wasn't like that's this the thought option. process. Yeah, because that's the jobs that are available in the town. So it's like a little harder to like believe and think outside the box of other jobs because having those other jobs would have to mean you would live somewhere else. Yeah. If that makes sense. But now at work from home, you have the flexibility to do that. But like still in my hometown, it's like, there's not a ton of jobs that are like marketing related, you know? It's one of the things that I had struggled with previously when I've swiped in San Diego is that like the, the career choices there different now maybe with work from home, but previously the career choices there are Mm -hmm. very limited. Yep. Big military presence, big like biotech presence, Mm -hmm. but also a lot of people that live there because they want to go to the beach every day and surf, or they want, they want a more flexible lifestyle and aren't as career focused. And that just like has been a little bit of a mismatch with me when I'm there. 
No, that makes sense. It also makes sense why New York is such like a finance hub. Because mm-hmm. there's not an easy beach you can go to. So <laughs> yeah. nope. You could just easily stay in that office all day. Working those long yeah. hours. Uh, so the, the South didn't surprise me. The South was everything I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I got very annoyed in Florida. Just with like what people were saying on their, like some, I posted a like really gross prompt that somebody had on my story the other day. That was when I was in Florida. Like I was like getting very angry. I had to leave Florida because I was getting so angry. Yeah. Um, But the other thing that I noticed is that it made me realize that I pretty much never see pictures of cars in New York, either people in cars or with their car. I was going to say in the car is a popular move i see that a lot yeah nail selfies and i don't see it here but like in the south i saw trucks and people in their cars with their cars or trucks or whatever it was all over the which place. is interesting because if you do like miami you see a ton of cars but it's not like truck and like off-roading cars like it's speed, like like race cars yeah it's like a show-off move yeah because it's part of their status symbol. They're like, people in Miami care about nicer cars way more than a lot of other cities. But yeah, but it's like LA, a lot of people have nice cars, but I didn't see, you know, people pictures with the cars in LA. I didn't notice it until I got to the South. And I went, I was, I did a bunch of different, I was all over the South just to like get mm-hmm. a real smattering. Um, the other thing that I noticed is that far, although there were as expected more conservative men than anywhere else, and I expected that, there were way more people who didn't list political affiliation than anywhere else. Interesting. And that would make me really nervous in a place like the South as just me personally, as Mm -hmm. alley swiping there. Um, And so it just was interesting. I was like, Oh, like there's not even like, yes, I expected there to be a lot more conservative men, but I didn't expect there to be so many unknowns. It's a little, it's, I guess it's more interesting to me when you live in an area that, like, it's not uncommon to be conservative. Because mm. in New York and other, like, more liberal cities, I think it's way more common. I'll see people leave it off. And usually yeah. that means they're not 100% liberal. They're either moderate or conservative, usually. Or apolitical, I have seen people select. But it's just, it's interesting to me because it's like, I almost understand it more if a like conservative person like leaves it off their profile in New York because they probably feel like everybody's saying no to them since it's predominantly liberal. But then to yeah. be in an area where it's like, no, this is way more common. It feels weirder to me to hide that. Yeah, I was surprised. So, so maybe they just don't care and maybe that's why, but. That might be it. Because let me ask you this. If someone genuinely just didn't really care, either way, would you rather that they select apolitical or just leave it blank? I would rather... Seeing apolitical annoys me. Doesn't it? It's like, I'm choosing to not be informed. Not to care. Yeah, yeah. I'm choosing not to be informed. I'm choosing not to care. Right, because people that leave it off sometimes I think are people that are like, Look, I typically vote this way, but to be honest with you, I don't see myself as someone that knows a lot about politics. But when you select yeah, apolitical, like, it feels like actively avoiding. You're like, oh, I re- like, I, yeah, exactly. I'm choosing not to be informed. I'm choosing not to care. I am cho- I'm putting it out there. That I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't like that. 
Yeah. I also, it's, you know, but it's more off-putting to me. I think it's almost more off-putting to me too, like decisiveness. I'm like, no, pick a side, (laughs) pick one. Like, I don't like the idea of it. Um, Okay. The last region that we have is the Pacific Northwest. So which cities did you look specifically? Do you remember? Like Seattle and Portland. Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Way more tattoos than I was expecting. So many tattoos. Now that you say that, I notice more in LA than New York, but yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't seen, that's something I've yet to see like a dominant trend. I'd say DC was the least amount of tattoos. I could throw that in there. Least amount. And I'm talking like, oh, like sleeves. Like not like one so. here, they're like covered. Um, as expected, a lot of outdoorsy men, similar to Denver. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Um. And that came up from the listeners that there that lifestyle differences are a problem. Like there's a a predominant interest in outdoor activities. So if you don't share those interests or like work in a similar field, then that can be tough. Yeah, I I totally get that. I, I was gonna say an interesting one that was different that the listener said was the weather. Yeah, people mentioned like people tend to stay indoors because the weather sucks. And that, like, limits social interactions. Which is very interesting. It's and funny. passive-aggressive behavior is very Yeah, common. a bunch of people mentioned passive-aggressive <laughs> behavior. That's so That's funny. I time. believe that, It's actually though. The, the only region where that came up consistently, people saying that, that people were passive-aggressive. Um, I would have thought something... that came up in the South, man. I thought the South was the queen of that. Yeah. No, nobody mentioned it. Like, the blush um, art. Yeah. yeah. Which... We forgot to mention this up top, but we should just from like a demographics perspective, note that 96-ish percent of these respondents are women and the vast majority of those women date men. So yes. just that's true of our audience in general. It's not a surprise, but should have mentioned that up top. Um, something that I really like about New York that no one mentioned, but something that I really like is that even when the weather is shitty, people are doing things. Yeah, we're just used to it. I think it also just goes with the tough New Yorker mentality. True. Like you would tough. think we'll they were the also rain. used to it. You would think they were also used to it in Seattle and Portland where as the listeners are saying, it rains all the time. Yeah. You're, you're used to it by now. You should go outside. You would think, but I don't know. It also said there was a lot of ethically non-monogamous, which you already mentioned. And yeah, I did see that a lot of people that were usually flaky and it was interesting. A lot of people said uh, hard to find people who are interested in meaningful connections and mm-hmm. trying to actually like build relationships, which, I mean, I guess this might be my own naive, naivete on this, but uh, I would assume these were more settled down type cities. I don't know why necessarily, but yeah, I, I don't know. Because I think because well. the, they're just a more laid back lifestyle. Same with Denver. Right. It's very chill, laid back. It's not rushing and it doesn't have like the Hollywood aspect that LA has. So yeah, I assumed like that the these would be way vibe. better. Yeah. Yeah. I guess not. But also if the majority of people doing our survey are currently single, it's like, well, then we're all sitting here like no one's committal. <laughs> no true. One's committal. Yes. True. Yeah. The people that are in relationships are like, everybody commits. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not everybody, but we're just like, damn, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, I had so much fun doing this. Like this was very it's fun. interesting. It's interesting. Do you feel like overall it made you, happy that you're in new york was there any city that tempted you to be like 
maybe I would date in this city or not really? D.C. Tempted you. Yes. So that was the first city. It was the first city that I did. And when I started swiping in D.C., I was like, oh, this might have been a bad idea. Like, I might leave this exercise feeling feeling sad that I can't date these people. And then well, who said you can't date them? Well, that's true. Who um, said you can't? That's true. But I didn't feel that way about basically any other place that I swiped after that. So it was better. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... I like Chicago. Every, city, Chicago every city there were people I was attracted to. It's not like I wasn't attracted in every city. Um, I did like the vibe in DC. I might have, and I don't know if it's just the grass is greener a little bit, but I think Denver might have been my favorite. But what's interesting mm. is it wasn't like the typical type I date. It is more of like a burly man, you know? It's got like a little more meat on him and, a, you know, beard yeah. and stuff like like. And I'm like, maybe it's just because I've seen so much of the same thing. It was just like, okay, new environment. Let's do a 180, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was ner- I was nervous when, after I got, after I was done swiping in DC, I was like, I, if I feel this way after every city, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to give you a challenge to be like, now go on two dates with people from DC. <laughs> I know. Get on the train, get on the Excella, and go on a date in DC. Yeah, but I think it's more with the work from home life. If people really are debating if their city really sucks and you would be willing to do somewhat of a distant relationship, I mean, why not? You know? Why not try swiping in another city? I could toy with doing Philly. Well, Philly's pretty close. I don't know if you're going to like the Philly profiles. I don't know. I, I didn't do it this time. We'll see. I did. I have a quick list of Philly because I know we didn't get a ton, but from my personal, do you want to hear it? Yeah. So these are the common dating app answers I saw. Mm-hmm. Things related to the Eagles, mm-hmm. cheesesteaks. I like football though. That could be okay. I mean, I don't know if you ever dated an Eagles fan, but I mean, go uh, birds. I knew no hate. I lived there for but... a while, so I know I'm well aware. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. One of the things someone submitted that was different mm. about Philly from our listeners was that it has a large amount of like residents that are there for hospitals, but they have like a time limit and they don't typically plan on staying. It sounds like, which can be, can confirm yeah. <laughs> yeah, your own, <laughs> your own. Uh, yeah. uh, so there actually was a lot of talk of like climate change slash environment. And I think there's just a chunk of engineering jobs that are there. Wawa yeah. sneakers specifically. Being hungover, wedding dates, sandwiches, and then they were like the king of the profile that would have all this like party, party, party attitude. And then one answer was like real sentimental out of nowhere. Oh. So that was, that was my vibe from Philly. I found interesting. Interesting. It almost was yeah, like, I- we're all party boys that still live with our mom though. So there's like this like mom sweetness in their ear comes out on the profile or something i don't know yeah i think you're probably right that i wouldn't like philly as much as i like dc but uh oh yeah i really did i really did like dc uh so uh yeah but this was fun thank you to everybody for replying we got like 500 survey responses which was amazing especially because it was like not like a quick yes or no it was you had to you had to put some effort into this so thank you to everyone yeah, thanks everybody. Appreciate it. And um, as always, you can submit any other podcast episode ideas to findingmrheight.com slash podcast. We'd love to hear from you.
Yes, please. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye.